Welcome everyone to Lessons with Mike. This is episode four with special guest. For the first time in the series, we have a returning guest. Here I am. I am the returning guest. I am Drew from the very first episode of Lessons with Mike. Drew, how does it feel to be the only guest <laughs> I could convince to come back? Uh, I, I, I'm actually pretty excited. I don't know why everyone keeps leaving every time you uh, try to have conversations with them. I, I think this is going to be a I good don't know why people back out every time you try to have a conversation with them. You know, I thought it'd be a lot easier to force people to do this, but uh, it's been tough. It's been tough, man. Well, you can force me to do anything you want. I don't care. Oh, uh, well, well, thank you, buddy. It's very submissive of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's our what's our first conversation let's just jump into yeah it. let's jump in. i have a whole page of notes right here man these All notes right. are actually organized oh boy i'm excited unlike episode one where they weren't organized <laughs> so yeah today we're going to be talking about nuclear weapons <laughs> always a fun topic very excited very excited so how much do you know about the cold war uh well, as the name implies, it was very cold. It was fought over a local refrigerator. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. Yeah, that's that's not true. <laughs> so Russia and America, or it wasn't Russia back then. It was the United State of Soviet Republics. That sounds like someone or got the United copied. The United Socialist State of Republics. The USSR. I'm not sure what the letters stand for. But the R is Republic, and the word Soviet... No, wait, the United Soviet Socialist... I don't know. Did we name ourselves after them, or did they name themselves after us? Who came first? America came first. So they copied our name. But no. They're like, we want to be United S or something like that. <laughs> anyway, so America and Russia kept making more and more nukes because they thought the other country was going to nuke them. So they just kept doing that over and over again. Aren't we still doing that? No, we kind of we kind of cut down a bit on that. That we know of. I think they're still making nukes. And I think Russia's still making nukes. The amount of nukes has gone down considerably since the 70s. Yeah. I mean, if they that, that's what they would tell you if, they, <laughs> if they're trying to keep it secret from each other. Uh, as we're about to learn out, as we're about to learn, you cannot keep a nuclear weapon secret. Yeah, you can. What do you mean? How? How, how are you going to keep Maybe it secret? Maybe not legally, but so many things happen illegally all the time. It's, it's like saying, I won't allow you to walk into the grocery store with your shoe untied. That doesn't mean you can't do it. Well, it's very profound. <laughs> anyway, on January 24th, 1961, there was an incident. Now, to give you a, a bit of a backstory, there were planes that would go fly around the country all day. And these people's jobs was to fly these planes around just in case a nuke went off so they could launch their own nukes. Okay. The idea was, oh, we'll put these people in a plane and in the, in the sky. We'll just have them fly around all day. That way, they'll be able to survive for a few seconds after we are nuked to be able to nuke the other country. Wow, okay. Yeah, that was the only thing keeping uh, people from using nukes. Uh, there was a, a promise, uh, mutually agreed destruction. So if one person was nuked, it was guaranteed that everyone would be nuked. Dang, okay. Yeah, that's the only reason there wasn't a nuclear war. I mean, it's smart. But at the same time, it kind of sucks that we really don't trust each other that much. <laughs> yeah, everyone dies. Either everyone lives or everyone dies. Those are the only two very extremes. Okay. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah. So that was these people's job. And so they're flying around. A plane flies up to refuel them. And then they say, hey, you have a fuel leak. And the guy's like, nah, it'll be fine. And he's like, are you sure? It's a pretty big fuel leak. And he's like, okay, okay. We'll stop somewhere and refuel. A few okay. minutes later... The guy's like, uh, hey, Captain, what? Remember that fuel leak? Oh, yeah, the fuel leak that we were going to refuel. That's no longer possible. Well, what do you mean? It got bigger. How much bigger? Like, super bigger. Like, And he's like, oh, oh, dear. 
then he went and go, went to go look at it. They had lost almost all of their fuel and could no longer fly the plane. Oh, shoot. And they were descending rapidly, descending very, very quickly. And the captain's like, um, guys, we have to leave. And someone said, well, what about the nukes? Um, yeah, we got to leave. <laughs> so they all parachuted out and there were eight members on, there were eight people on the plane and three of them died. Two of them, I think. Wait, did they not survive the parachute landing? Some of the people's uh, parachutes landed in ways that killed them. That can happen. Like the strings can strangle you, or it can't deploy right, or it doesn't deploy quick enough. Dang. Or it deploys, but you still crash. Man, I'm going trees. skydiving this year. I didn't want to hear all that. I'm excited for the skydiving. <laughs> it's going to be am fun. I too. But uh, three of the people died of this group of eight people. That's a, that's a big number for that many people. Like, okay, so... Can I can I ask questions yet? Yeah, you can ask whatever you want. Can a nuclear bomb go off if it's like thrown at it like like a, like a giant rock? Oh, we're getting like, to that. At thousands of miles per we're hour. We're getting to that. This is the best part of this whole thing. Okay. So this plane was carrying two nukes. Now, <laughs> wow, <laughs> one's not good enough, huh? You gotta have two. Just let me go over the the specs of these nukes. Each one was twelve feet long, weighs over six thousand pounds. Those are big nukes. Huge. Uh, each one is estimated to provide a blast of equivalent to 3.8 million tons of dynamite, uh, which would have been the equivalent of 250 times the explosion of Hiroshima. God. Yeah, so these were really, really It was really enough big. to destroy an entire state. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll get to this later, but the, predict the projected damage, if it did go off, was pretty much all of northeastern America. Like, everything... Like Egypt, Israel. What? No, America. Not oh, Africa. America. <laughs> this is happening in North You Carolina. said Eastern, and my first thought was Eastern world. <laughs> you know, there's a song that goes, the Eastern world, it is exploding. <laughs> I've never heard of that song. It's actually a really good song. Eve of Destruction by the Turtles. Okay. I'll have to listen to the Turtles. I, I just, like Turtles. I just plugged in the Turtles for you. That was nice. If only we were getting paid for that. Yeah. We won't, though. Especially with the war right now. <laughs> Fortunately, no one's used a nuke yet in this war. Yeah, um, I'm proud of... Well, it's not because we trust each other, as we just learned. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they kind of just have to. Uh, if Putin uses a nuke, he will get nuked, so it's kind of pointless to use any. Let's uh, let's get off of the politics before that becomes its own conversation. Back to... Oh, back to this. So, have you been to Goldsboro, North Carolina? I think I have. If I have, I don't remember it I all. think... You remember the time Jason was driving us, and he ended up driving two hours in the wrong direction? Well, that was during the Melodical Beach trip, and I wasn't there for that. Yeah, that's right. You weren't there. But anyway, I think that was... We ended up in Goldsboro, and I said to him, Jason, why are we in Goldsboro? And he said, well, I don't know. I just put in the address you gave me. And I said, oh, Jason buddy you got the address right you just got the town wrong so he was taking us to the address in a town on the other side of the state he was very upset how how did he not check before that that's a very important detail when you're that far away it is yes it was he was so mad he, he was speeding very fast to get back because he was so upset yeah very I'm, aggressive i'm very glad i was not there for that honestly well, anyway, it was so, a raging raisin that day. Raging raisin. I told him that should be like his. Uh, he should make a YouTube account where it's just him raging at video games and name it Raging Raisin. I think that would be popular. I think that would be you a great idea. We were talking about. Oh, a nuclear I'm sorry. Accident. You, you're the one who went off subject. You're well, like, were you there? 
when we got That's... like lost in Goldsboro. I was telling you where Goldsboro was, so you would know where it is. That didn't tell me at all where it's, it was at. It's in North Carolina. Well, I knew that it's from the, the beginning. It's north in. It's in the north part. Okay, what about Goldsboro? That's where this happened. That's where the plane crashed. Okay, so the plane crashed, and. We'll get to what happened. What year later. was this? By this the way. was in nineteen. This was on January twenty fourth, nineteen sixty one. Oh, okay. Wow, this is okay. And the fun fact: this was not declassified until two thousand thirteen. Why? So the because the government kept it hidden. No one. They didn't tell anyone. No one knew about this. And you still think they don't? <laughs> you still think they keep secrets about, <laughs> or don't keep secrets about the nukes they I'm make? I'm sure they have secrets. If they kept a secret for what fifty years, waited till everyone was dead to be like, oh yeah, there's an atomic bomb somewhere in North Carolina. <laughs> like, the government keeps secrets. We all know that by now. Yeah, that they. That's do. not even a conspiracy theory. It just keeps getting proven true. Would you like to know how many nuclear weapons have been lost by America? Yes, I would. Uh, it's in the double digits. I don't know the exact number. Mm-hmm. That's it's, too many digits. It, it's a pretty. It's higher than if the, they all just decided like to go off. America would just be destroyed now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. But you know, there's safety mechanisms to keep nukes from exploding, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, the first nuclear device, they had parachutes in the bombs too, in the event of emergencies and whatnot. Uh, wait, so uh, I thought <laughs> my mind went blank for a second. I thought you said they had bombs in the parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you won't take like, me alive. Why, why do they care about bombs so much? You won't take me alive. Blows up his parachute. <laughs> but no, the bombs had parachutes. So are are the bombs kind of like C fours, where even if they are mutually destroyed they will not go off no there's safety mechanisms in place and there's arming mechanisms and there's there's several fail safes but let me so because i mean from my knowledge when it comes to explosives if if, if a c4 catches on fire if uh something blows up beside of it if all these things happens it will still not go off unless remote well, let me tell you control. let me tell you so a bit about these new they have a big switch and they're the switch it's not on and off it's arm and safe if it's on the safe position that means no matter what it's not going to go off if it's on the arm position that means if the other qualifications are met it will go off so let me ask you this if an explosion beside of it goes like let's say uh someone was really dumb right yeah and he found a nuclear bomb and his first thought was <laughs> you know what i'm just gonna put a bunch of grenades around this thing and see if it blows up if they if he did that and they all blew up an, beside it enough to penetrate the bomb, would it go off? I don't think so, and here's why. Because this is how this type of nuclear bomb worked. It's a dual core. So there's two nuclear cores in the bomb. So the way it works is the primary core, the explosion in that is triggered, and the explosion of the first core shoots whatever's reflections radiations and whatnots which triggers the second explosion and that is from from the second nuclear core and that is what causes the nuclear explosion so if someone threw a grenade at a nuke i don't think it would go off it would something would happen but it wouldn't be the full nuclear explosion basically the device needs to turn on and perform its functions to get ready for the bomb to become a bomb it has to produce nuclear fission among other things and there's fail safes in place to prevent that from happening okay so it's 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 almost like tannurite in a way like uh you have to have aluminum powder mixed with ammonium nitrate if you have them separate no matter what you do it will not blow up it's kind of like that yeah yeah pretty much okay so anyway the first nuclear bomb the parachute landed in a tree it was perfectly fine they found the whole thing and they were looking at it. They did an investigation. And 
So this is the part where it gets tricky because a one official said there were seven fail-safe mechanisms and six of them had failed. <laughs> and another official said, no, he's wrong. There were only four mechanisms and three of them failed. So the, basically the only thing keeping the first bomb from going off is that the switch was in the safe position. That's the only thing? Yeah, everything else happened, but the switch was in the safe position. That is terrifying. So if that switch had been changed, that one would have gone off. Wow. And done tremendous damage. What did they do to... Do you know what they do to change the switch? It's literally it's just a, a switch. lever? It's a switch, man. But is it literally just a physical lever that you pull? I don't know if it's a lever or... Because like you could just roll over on its side or something <laughs> and just... <laughs> I don't know. Like a light switch. <laughs> Johnny, don't forget to turn off the lights. Sure thing, Mom. Oh, that was the nuke. <laughs> And that was the last line of defense. <laughs> the light switch on the... <laughs> oh, man. But it gets worse than that, buddy. Oh, boy. That sounds great. The second bomb, they just couldn't find it. <laughs> and they were, like, freaking out because they couldn't find it. They did, like, a mass search and finally found the bomb after a week. And I have a quote here, a direct quote from uh, one of the people. Okay. Where, where's my quote? I wrote it down on this page. Oh, person number one. Good news, guys. We fi That's not how the quote goes. Person number one. Hey, we found the switch. Person number two. That's great news. Person number one. Uh, actually, it's not great. It's on the arms position. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so for that one, all the fail cells, all the fail safes failed, and it was on the arms position. And the only reason, no one, for a while, no one knew why it didn't go off. Uh... But they, the conclusion they've come to now is that there was faulty wiring. By, by sheer coincidence, there was just faulty wiring in the bomb. God. If it had been the other way around, and the one that was in the plane was the one that was in the position, that one probably would have gone off. And how big was this bomb specifically? Uh, over 6,200 pounds. But like, how much damage would it do? 250 times Hiroshima. Like, over 3.8 3 million tons of TNT. We got so lucky our scientists are stupid. <laughs> They just screwed up the wiring. <laughs> Otherwise, wow. we'd all be dead. <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is is that big enough? Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of Hiroshima and then trying to multiply in my head. Is that big enough to take out Georgia and South Carolina as well? I think, based on, like, winds and everything, Virginia would pretty much be uninhabitable. And radiation fallout would go through all the Northeast. But I think Georgia would be okay. Dang. And I think even parts of North Carolina would be okay. But most of like the upper half, we would probably be okay. From... Why would the why would the upper half from North Carolina be like more damaged than the part it blew up in? Because it blew up in the northern half. Goldsboro's near the top. We went over that. Oh. How close how close is it to the top? I don't know. Let me pull up a map. <laughs> it's near the top area. I mean, I didn't know it was that. Me? I didn't know it was that close. Okay. For those of you who can't see, I'm currently pulling up a map because Drew doesn't understand geography. I understand geography. Okay. I just need to see geography. So, buddy, uh, that's not it. So anyway, while I'm looking this up, Drew, tell them about um, mushrooms or whatever. <laughs> No, uh, let's just get back on the topic. I don't. I, I don't need to figure it out. To well, keep the I conversation need to know going. now because uh, you don't know either, do you? That's why I'm pulling it up on this map. 
so we can both know. What if you're wrong? What if it's closer to like South Carolina? It's literally not. I know where Goldsboro is. Then why do you have to look it up on a map, and why can't you find it on the map? Okay, so I was wrong. <laughs> so it is it is directly in the middle. That sounds more correct. <laughs> it's like right below Durham, uh, south of Raleigh. Oh, yeah, that would have sucked. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to make me sound stupid. It is dead set in the middle of North Carolina. All of North Carolina would become an inhabitant. All, all of this area here is done for. Yeah, so South Carolina, Virginia. The thing is, even the areas that won't, wouldn't have been in the initial blast, the radiation and the fallouts would have that done would a have. lot of damage. Oh, yeah, that would have. Like, people in Hiroshima still have problems. Like, new people that are born just from the fallout in the area. That's that's sad. Like I hate that that happened. I will never visit Hiroshima if we go to Japan. <laughs> I think I, I would like to visit. I'd visit the uh, the. I, I think I'd. Visit. I'm afraid of getting like radiation poisoning. Oh, what's a little radiation gonna do? I could do a lot. Give you cancer, or I could get rid of it depending on how you use it. <laughs> could give you superpowers. Mm, that's true. You should do. A podcast about real life superpowers and people that inherit them. Okay. I, there's this one person I know. He's he, he's like magnetic. And they couldn't figure out why, but you can put like a spoon on him and it just sticks. That would be a fun conversation. Is to that have. like due to electro electromagnetic energy or? I don't know. That'd be interesting. I'll have to I don't do some know. research you, on you, that. You should definitely do more research. There's one guy who's just his superpower is just that uh, he's blue. And it's a very rare condition. <laughs> he's just he's blue man. He's just a blue man. Guys. We can't rob the bank today. Blue Man is on patrol. <laughs> That's like the superhero, uh, this really dumb superhero called the Color Kid. <laughs> Scooby Blues. <laughs> no, this is a real character from uh, the Legion. It's a DC character, the Color Kid. Color Kid. I'm pretty sure that's it. That might not be If his there's name. Polka Dot Man, it doesn't surprise me that there's Color Kid. But his superpower is he could change the color of something. That's a fun kid idea, but it is a horrible power for any... <laughs> possible scenario where you would be there fighting. was one scenario he was able to beat superman what he what he threw some gold kryptonite at him and then changed it to green oh that is so dumb okay anyone jeff from down the street can beat superman then all he needs is kryptonite like that is so dumb oh man like superman is like everyone can kill superman i with don't that like, logic. i don't like superman as a character i feel like he's got a lot of flaws uh I think I don't like him for the same reason everyone dislikes him. He's just kind of plain white bread kind of kind of character. I'm actually unpopular opinion. I'm excited for the uh, the Black Superman film coming out. I didn't know there was a Black Superman film. Yeah, with Michael B. Jordan. Is he actually playing the actual Superman, or is it like a variant? I'm not sure. Hmm. He's either. Uh, there have been some rumors saying he's playing that I've seen that's that have said he's playing uh, a different character who was uh, who's the same species but a different person. So I'm not really sure what it'll end up being. If they try to, like, kind of just blackface Superman, I think it's going to do bad financially. The way I see it, Superman grew up in Kansas. I feel like the experience would be completely different of a minority in Kansas. I don't know. Uh, I feel like the experience would be different, and it would create a different character, you know? Yeah, it's... Because you could argue... I feel like it has to... Like, I don't feel like we should just change the race of very important characters even if they're fictional i think that we should just stick to their original uh attributes like like what if they made black panther like hispanic hispanic panther hispanic panther. <laughs> or just let's take it let's take it further and just make him white panther 
that like that just completely erases the point of the character. The way like, I see it, just make a new character like uh, exactly. like Miles. Miles Look, is such a good. You character. can you can have a good minority character and make him original. We don't need to just just change all the characters that work and just upset the people who grew up knowing that character to be a certain way. Like I, I've I've noticed also a trend where like redheads specifically just become black in future adaptations. What do you mean redheads? Redheads. Like, you know the Little Mermaid? She's black now. Does she still have red hair? No. Oh. You know Starfire? Yeah, I know She's Starfire. black now. Everyone who's a redhead gets black-based. It's actually a trend. Dude, I guess society doesn't like Society hates people. redheads. Oh, man. But, like, like, just... If you can make a good minority character original, and people will be so happy with it, and you don't upset anybody. Sorry, we got really off. That's topic. all right. I, I knew this was gonna happen. I like every it when time this we happens, talk. But, but like you, I I just kind of get annoyed. You don't have to erase every character and just make them a different race. I, just create a new character. Just make a new character. Make them awesome, and then guess what, people that were originally against the idea of you black-facing a character, now like it because it's an original yeah. character, and that's how they've always been. I really like Miles. Miles, Spider-Man, is so I do much... like Miles. I love how he has extra powers, too. That's so cool. And, like, he is in the, he is in the area where he's an original character, even though he's mimicking a very popular character but yeah. that's kind of like how the spider-verse works the spider-verse just has many different variants and of course you're gonna have some that stick out yeah well we really got off topic there yeah we uh, i had a feeling we would go into marvel at one point we, we usually do it's pretty popular but anyway so they spent months well not months they spent a good bit of time digging out all the parts of this nuclear weapon and it landed, they estimated it went up to 200 feet. Was it, wait, was it in like shrapnel pieces? It, it fell apart, yeah. Okay. They found the first nuclear core, but they have never to this day found the second nuclear core. It's someone, still there. Someone probably uses it to wash their dishes or something. <laughs> like some redneck in the woods, I bet you. <laughs> Honey, can you do the dishes? Sure thing. Barb. Let me start up the <laughs> nuclear reactor. <laughs> because like, if I'm not mistaken. I will nuke the germs off. <laughs> Like, he's actually really smart, and he was able to concentrate it into a <laughs> tiny little laser that just burns all the germs. This man has the cleanest plates. <laughs> but if you ever eat at his house, don't use them. Oh, man. Like, I think there is a story about a man just holding an atomic bomb in his house. I feel like I feel like that is a true story. I think I heard that somewhere. Could be. But that's crazy. But it's still there. <laughs> It's somewhere. And that land, the government can never it, did anything with it. It's still a farm. Can it just blow up? No. Or does it need the other cores? It would need the other cores okay. to blow up. But still, if someone found it, like a terrorist, for instance, if someone found it and had the other materials, they'd already be halfway there at that point. If a terrorist can make the second half of the bomb, I don't think they need to find the first part of the what bomb. What if it's a really lazy terrorist? <laughs> It's like, I know how to do this, but I ain't going to put all the effort into it. He just takes a shovel uh, and starts digging. If, if I just find one randomly, maybe I'll go through with it. If I have the time, of course. <laughs> he wakes up, you know, I don't think I can do it today. I can't do terrorism today. I don't have the motivation. I can't get out of bed. I'm just going to stay on Twitter all day. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> is this is this controversial topics? Uh, Are we talking too lighthearted of the subject? Uh, we'll see. I feel like it's I feel like it's lighthearted for us, but like for other people, they'd be like, I can't believe they're just talking about terrorism so lightly. Let the record show: terrorists are bad people. Yes, I disagree with terrorism. It's a bad thing to do. Like you shouldn't ever like the shootings that have been happening recently. You, I don't understand how someone can just wake up one day, eat their breakfast, have some cereal, and then go shoot people. Like, what What are you thinking? What is in your head? How does this make sense? Well, I think it's been proven that that person was very mentally ill, the one that we're talking about specifically. And there were even signs to suggest he would do such a thing, but no one really cared or listened. And that's really what he wanted most was people to care and listen, and then he just broke Oh, buddy, I feel so bad for the poor mass shooter. <laughs> I'm not... Okay, listen, I'm not giving him any sympathy. I'm just saying it could have been avoided. It could have been avoided if the government didn't suck. If, if And also if he got if he got help mentally. Because he, he definitely needed it. He was on the internet too much. And there needs to be a moderation of, like, content moderation. <laughs> we gotta restrict kids from the internet. No! No, Timmy, you can't go on the terrorist site. I'm just saying, little impressionable kids should not be on white supremacy subreddits. <laughs> I didn't know that was a growing problem in America. It's a big problem. <laughs> what do you mean it's a big problem? That's why I've never heard of just kids going on the white supremacy. Like, I can see them making jokes about it, but jokes do turn into reality. They sometimes. do, exactly. Some people don't know how to take things. Uh, they just... Anyway... Back to the nukes. <laughs> so the government, they, they bought a little bit of land around it, sealed it in concrete, and they said, you cannot build anything on this land ever. But they kept the farm. That they just like a small circle of concrete you're not allowed to build on, but the rest of the farmland, the, the farmers kept. Okay. Uh, wow. Did, did they make that like a, a little site you can go visit? I feel like they would do that. Make some <laughs> extra money out of it. Like we have the famous nuke that we lost buried here under the concrete. <laughs> Under the sidewalk you walk on. I think that's unlikely because, again, this happened in 1961, and no one knew about it until 2013. Okay. One Did they the... disclose the location? It was disclosed. And the only reason it was disclosed is because someone filed a Freedom of Information Act regarding it. And mm, so, so if there is a lazy terrorist out there, he knows where to go to find this bomb. He would have to dig. Like He's going to need a sledgehammer. But... He, he would need like a whole digging crew. He would, he'd have his work cut out for him for sure. Well, if he's lazy, most likely he has like workers that do most of the work for him. What terrorist is rich? Like, think about it. Let's say you're a terrorist. To me, the terrorist. Osama bin Laden. No. It's oh, I thought like... you said name some terrorists. I, I, we're going to say his name is Timmy the terrorist. Okay, Timmy, Timmy O'Laden. <laughs> Timmy O'Laden. That's terrible. That's awful. <laughs> So go on. If he has is in a position where he has hundreds of underlings, I think it's less likely he'd want to commit some sort of terrible crime. If he has a bunch of people also willing to do the crime, because he'd make friends with them. Like if you have friends, you're less likely. I know we started as a terrorist organization group, <laughs> but I've really bonded with you guys. I liked how we played checkers last night, and I don't know. I just feel like blowing up people's bags. Don't you all agree? <laughs> Then they outvote him immediately. <laughs> Kick him out of the group, hire a new Kick terror. the leader out of the group. Who's going to pay us? I don't think terrorists get paid. I think mm. that's the point. But like, I don't know. I feel like Timmy O'Laden would do that. 
Oh, no. Just now that he knows the location, sends the people out there with a few sledgehammers that are really willing to put in the effort to go this far to terrorize the people. The entire force of the U.S. government couldn't put in the effort. They gave up after a few <laughs> days. Well, back to the shooting. I mean, it shows that the government gives up very quickly and very easily. I just... It doesn't surprise me one bit. That's the one thing they're good at is giving up. The only thing that saved America from nuclear destruction was the government's incompetence. That is really true. (laughs) If they had been... All of North Carolina would have been nuked. And probably uh, Tennessee. And probably South South Carolina, Carolina. Virginia, Georgia. There'd have been damage like all the way up to Maine, New York. Even parts of Canada would have had radiation fallout. And it was all... And it was saved due to our stupidity. First of all... Why would you have a bomb in the armed switch? I feel like someone worked his way up the ladder. And he's like, yeah, I can make nukes. And they could never test it. Because where are you going to test it at? So this whole time he's just been posing that he knew how to make nukes. (laughs) Did you just just ask where are they going to test it at? Yeah, where are they going to test it at? At the nuclear testing site. Why isn't that? Like, how big is their site? Like, three states big? It's most of Arizona. Like, and... I think parts of Utah. And there's, like, places in the ocean. But, like, they're... Bikini ha- Bottom. That's where they used to test nukes. But they're, like, habitable. Bikini Bottom. Is Not Bikini Bottom, but, like, Utah and Colorado. So they, they... Are we damaging the Earth really badly by nuking the ocean? Probably. <laughs> Probably Like, that sounds really damage. dumb if that's where they're testing it out. They, drop they shouldn't be the testing ocean. it out at all. I feel like if you want to test it, shoot, shoot it in space. Oh, segue to another episode we're going to talk about. There was a secret government plan to nuke the moon. Was it our government plan? Yes, I'm not going to tell you anything oh more. This is a future episode. Um, but I need to know now. Well, now you never will until the future episode comes out. Oh, my God. I know. I'm really keeping you in the dark here. Dang, am I going to be the one you interview for that? Probably not. You've already, uh, you've already I'm going to have to tune into the podcast, yeah, aren't I? You're going to have to tune into the podcast. And it's going to be with someone uninteresting, isn't it? I think you're pretty interesting. Not Well, I'm very interesting. I I'm think... saying you're going to invite, like, uh, sorry if you're watching this, but like Kendall. <laughs> and Kendall's just going to be like, oh, man. Oh, wow. Cool. I think Kendall. Is... And I'm going to have so many questions, and he's not going to ask the questions I want to hear. I think Kendall's very interesting. You just haven't seen that side of him yet. Mm. How long does it take? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Kendall. I'm just playing around. I love you, Kendall. So anyway, what do you think happened that caused the... Because to this day, no one knows what caused the fuel leak in the plane. I I don't want to say it was intentional. I feel like if it is, then... uh... Whoever did it really sucks because the bombs didn't go off. I think who I th- I think the person who made that bomb also made the plane <laughs> to where everything is just someone really okay. incompetent. Yeah, they're everything. just they just do everything wrong. But there was a declassified memo where the Secretary of Defense said, uh, "We just it was just barely by the slightest slimmest of chances that uh, there wasn't total nuclear uh, explosion happening." You know, with how insane that whole story is, I'm surprised more people don't know about it. Because I feel like that would be something where the where everyone's, like, agreeing that... I don't know. Like, don't you think that it would just be kind of controversial? I feel like when this... No one pays attention. There's so many things that keep people distracted. 
like that story isn't big enough to like go viral. I didn't even know about this until uh that's what ago. I'm saying. You have to go out of your way to find this information. And like this is like life-changing stuff. This is like between people dying mm. and them not even knowing what they're dying for. And, and, and like, this would have affected us because it's likely our ancestors could have been killed. Yeah. Uh both my parents grew up in North Carolina, so that I just would have I wouldn't have been here. We wouldn't have been talking about this right now. And, like, that happened in the 1960s, so I, I don't even think my parents... I know my mom wouldn't have been born. All of history would have been changed because the civil rights movement would have been different. Vietnam would have been different. Yeah. Things like, would have been... If Kennedy was in the White House at that time, he might have died, depending on how far the fallout went. Well, that's on the other side of the country. Unless what? He just what are you had... talking about? Where do you think the White House is, Drew? <laughs> Washington. <laughs> Where's Washington, Drew? Uh, there's two Washingtons. Don't don't hold that on me. Which Washington has the White House, Drew? Washington D.C. And where is that? Why would they name two parts of the country that are so far away from each other, both Washington? Like you can't tell me that's not stupid. Oh man. Well, it was fun chatting with you. Either way, Kennedy would have died. That's kind of depressing. <laughs> I think that's one of the fixed points. Accidentally nuked or just unintentionally shot. What do you mean unintentionally? It was very well, intentional. Well, I know some I know it was intentional. Have you It was unintentional for us to watch it. Have you read or seen the the thing 11 1963? Uh no. It's a uh it's a book written by Stephen King and it's also a mini series starring James Franco where someone goes back in time to stop Kennedy from getting assassinated and he can't do it. Why? Because it's a fixed point in time. Every time he gets close, there's something that sets him away from doing it. There's something that's... He gets stopped constantly. You know, why is this a popular trend with movies? Because, like, this Umbrella Academy did the same thing. Oh, yeah? They, they're, this, uh, sorry for spoilers. You could just mute this podcast if uh, you don't want to be spoiled. But one of the characters had to go back in time, and his contract was to kill Kennedy... And, like, there was complications with that as well. And, like, that that kind of, like, started this whole, like, time war thing, basically. The way I see it, this is really funny. I think I told you this before. It's not funny, but it's ironic. Uh, just about every vice president who became president when the president died, they were selected to be vice president as a way to get rid of them. Like, the political goal was, hey, we'll make so-and-so vice president because those people never go anywhere. And then he'll never be president because that was like a big thing back in the day. Okay. It happened with uh, Teddy Roosevelt. They said, he's becoming too dangerous. We have to make him vice president to get him to shut up. And then he became president. Happened with uh, Lyndon Johnson, too. Huh. That's another thing I didn't really know too much about. There's a photo you can see on a plane. Uh, and Kennedy's wife is covered in blood and brains and organs. Yeah, I've seen that. And this isn't on the photo. Uh, there actually is a photo of Johnson winking at one of his people but as he's getting sworn in. Hmm. So a lot. Of, some people say he had something to do I with mean, it. I mean, I definitely think it was a government job. Fun fact. Because he was about to expose the government and just so happened to get shot the day after. Like, that don't happen. Did you know who was in charge of the CIA at that point? Who? Uh, George Bush's grandfather. 
George Bush's grandfather a really horrible person? No, it's just interesting how that's connected. Oh, okay. I just think it's interesting. That is pretty interesting. And I'm sorry, I was wrong. It wasn't Bush's grandfather. It was Bush's father. Bush's grandfather was potentially a Satanist. How did that like come about? There's like a conspiracy theory I was reading uh, that says he had a mistress who was also seeing Aleister Crowley, but I don't know if that's true. Okay, well, I don't think you should take theories and make them true on the internet. I'm not saying they're <laughs> true. I'm saying it's a theory. Okay. That's why I can't be charged for uh, like defamation of character. Oh, yeah, and my theory about the government killing Kennedy is also a theory. It's just a theory. Just a theory. Don't come out and kill me, please. Well, we're not defaming anyone. Yes, Please let me live. I'm sure the people in the government are all really nice. I'm sure if I ever ran into Joe Biden, I'd give him a big hug. I, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure our tax money is going to good use. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's not in America anymore, but it's uh, it's. it's I'm in... sure it was good while it was here. <laughs> people starving on the streets. I just maybe that's just yeah. A... It's, it's getting pretty bad here. Uh, Gas is you know more than minimum wage in some places. Yeah, it's cheaper to just not work now, which is. Very depressing. Uh, oh, man. Well, I think that's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, I agree. Before I get too Before depressed on that subject. Out. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Lessons with Mike. Uh, please submit all questions, comments, concerns, accusations, or allegations, uh, <laughs> and we will uh, respond to them in a future episode. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun, dealing with all the criticism. <laughs> yeah, and we'll read every one verbatim. It'll be fun. We'll just read all the negative comments. <laughs> Your mom 423 says... Suck a oh we can't say that that's inappropriate oh no oh speaking of inappropriate actually I shouldn't say that that's inappropriate say it anyway nah, I'm not gonna say it I think you should I say will it. say that you guys should subscribe to the Ditwicks that's not inappropriate well that's not what I was originally gonna say oh but, okay but you guys should do that anyway if you like Pokemon videos and like Pokemon gaming videos and stuff and one day we'll have a podcast where we talk about Pokemon okay that sounds sure. fun. Well, anyway, thank you for listening. This was Lessons with Mike, episode four. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. I don't even know if that's... Do people subscribe to podcasts? Yeah, I think they do. They follow. I don't they know. follow. Follow the podcast. Keep up with it. Follow the Twitter at LWM Pod because Lessons with Mike was already taken. All right, everybody. We'll see you guys. Well, Mike will see you in the next episode, unless I am also there. Here's a little sneak preview of the next episode. I'm talking with some man about the history of the pool noodle. <laughs> gonna be some exciting stuff that's gonna be really exciting i i can't wait to tune in for all that. right this is the end of the episode goodbye goodbye